If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's really easy to use, you guys. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. He's the dude, you know what I'm saying? Nicole and Jamal. For the Warriors, what does a successful season look like? Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, Nicole Yopich, that's your starting front line. I'd say that they have very expensive taste. You're listening to the Chicken Nuggets Podcast. For real. What's up, Nuggets fans, and welcome back to our third season of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia. You can find me and all the work that I do at Vita Viva Diva on all the different platforms, um, social meets, as I would call it. I'm super stoked to be back. Welcome back, everyone. I think season three is going to be the best season of this podcast yet, by far. We're definitely going to keep doing the interviews um, every few weeks and continuing that. If you haven't listened to the latest interview on our pod, it was with Aaron Gordon's mental health coach. Um, His name is Graham. He goes by Graham the Guide, and it was actually really cool to talk to him about just the work that he does with mental health in the NBA, and um, he's worked with several cool different athletes, um, high-profile NBA players, including Ben Simmons and Aaron Gordon. And Aaron Gordon is by far, like, I'm going to stand so hard for Aaron Gordon this year. I am so excited to have him on this team. There's so many things I, like, I cannot believe he has so many haters. We really got to talk about this because, you guys, a lot of people hating on Aaron Gordon on Twitter. And, um, I get it. His offense wasn't where it was, where you wanted it to be last season, but this is a new year, new season, and he looks great. Um, word in training camp and preseason and all the practices is always that Aaron Gordon looks great. So, and I think game one kind of solidified that for me at least, but I know preseason, a lot of people didn't also had their complaints, right? So, Super excited about Aaron Gordon. Other things I'm excited about for season three of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm really excited about the interviews that I'll do every couple weeks just to get a chance to talk to other people about the game of basketball. And I hope it can bring you guys some like unique perspectives um, this year and maybe talk about things that not everyone is talking about so that it's not so redundant because... A lot of these podcasts are the same, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> but I'm I'm really excited about where this team is at in their journey, you know. Uh, it's kind of like the Tim Connolly era journey, um, path that they're on. And they're really kind of at a sweet spot where it's like, I mean, they're fun to watch. They're competitive. Um, their offense is explosive, especially when they're hitting their threes. Really fun team to watch. 
I think they're going to surprise people this year. Um, and I still have a lot of, a lot of worries. <laughs> I'm nervous about several things. Like we're super undersized in that second unit and, um, the second unit just in general doesn't look great. So we still need to figure out some tweaks. And can this team actually play defense? Like I know they can because I watched them do it in game one. I watched them play defense. Um, they clearly were able to outscore the Suns and also get some stops. But like I know they're physically capable of doing it. But will they actually buy into doing playing defense every game. I don't know. That's a tough thing to say with this team, which is crazy because it's the same thing I was saying about the mellow years. Like it was our biggest flaw. What is so difficult about playing defense? Is it the altitude? I don't get it. Or do we just have guys who just don't want to play defense? I think there are some guys that have really stepped up. PJ Dozier, I think is going to be really fun to watch. I think he's a really good defender for this team. Zeke Naji also looks pretty good on defense. Um, Aaron Gordon, huge block in game one. Oh my God, that was amazing. That block, like the reaction, go back and watch the reaction of the bench. They literally like are looking for the ball in the stands because it flew over their heads. It was such a good, clean block. I got super hyped for it, for sure. I hope everyone got super hyped. Like, we're back, you guys. We're watching Nuggets basketball. We are back watching games on a regular, consistent, every other day, every few day basis. Yes, it's so exciting, honestly. Um, and we're back in, in Ball Arena this Friday, tomorrow, or when you're listening to this, this might is coming out on Friday, so... Yeah, we'll be in Ball Arena for the Spurs game. It's the first home game of the season, and it's going to be pretty fun. Um, I'm pretty excited about being back in the, the arena, getting to be on the floor. We still have to wear masks, which I still don't really get because, like, literally, um, I went to the home, home game for preseason, and there were fans who didn't have one didn't have their mask on the entire game but media has to wear their mask the entire game so for media members by the way we all had to like um demonstrate that we were vaccinated in order to be included in the media and so all of the media members are vaccinated but we all have to wear masks we're all not all of us are allowed on the floor like only a small member of us are allowed in the media room um or on the floor during for each home game, they have to like limit the numbers, but they have full courtside seats, like full sideline. I don't understand with like fans, fans don't have to prove they're vaccinated. So what is, I just, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it's still going to be fun. It's still good to be back and get to like talk to people and catch up with everybody and the craziness of like the fact that this is there's been so much basketball um to watch so super excited about that too um bones is a very fun player to watch i honestly if i'm telling you my honest take on him i was 
was and am worried about his size just because like not like he clearly can create he clearly can get his buckets but um his size because our team is already small not because like he can't get a bucket but because we already have a lot of small guys we already have Campazzo, monte morris guys who are on the smaller uh shorter side and it's just like adding another one of those guys is kind of hard that's that's all um but I'm excited to watch the kid. He's really fun to watch. He has a great personality, super humble, really fun to um, talk to and engage with. Funny, hilarious, has tons of stories, full of life. Watch his warm-up, like his layup lines are fun to watch. Like Bones is just fun, period. He's super fun to watch. So there's tons to be excited about for this uh, Nuggets season. I don't know that I've ever been quite as excited for a season as I am for this one just because I feel like the players are so bought into the fact that they believe they could genuinely win a championship. That like gives me goosebumps. All right. So, I know we could like totally dive into preseason and talk about it and there were definitely some problems. And things that like seemed like the team really needed to figure out before the season started. But the thing is, I really don't want to. <laughs> because it's preseason, and there are kinks that need to be worked out, and I just don't care enough. That's why I didn't record an episode during that time period. So we're going to move past that and just go into Game 1. Game 1, in Phoenix, back against the Suns. The team that sweeps us out of the playoffs last season. What a fun way to open the season. I love the thought process behind this being the opening night for Phoenix and having to play the Nuggets. And I loved it even more because the Nuggets got a W. It was so much fun to watch. Just um, the intensity of that game was definitely a playoff game. It had playoff vibes for sure. Uh, These two teams are kind of even building a bit of a rivalry, I would say. There's... There was um, some talk between Aaron Gordon and Jay Crowder. I mean, they were going at it. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and, and Nikola Jokic might be the only two players on these two teams that like each other. <laughs> Everybody else, like, I'm pretty sure hates each other. I know that there are some players on the Suns that I'm like, oh, it just, like, annoys me every time they touch the ball. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um but yeah, the Suns came out really strong. I would I thought that the Suns looked really good. I thought both teams shot very well. Um, both teams looked great on offense. And it just came down to the Nuggets continued to shoot well over time. And the Suns had missed a few. And the Nuggets got a few stops. Like, to be honest, there was some defense being played in that game. And I'm excited about seeing that. Will Barton looked good. Um, He even got defensive player of the game, which I guess is this, I mean, giant chain, right? With all this bling, diamonds, silver, diamond chain that has D-P-O-G, and it's for defensive player of the game. And he said in a video on his girlfriend's... um, Instagram like 
oh, I, I'm so excited to bring home the first one of the season. So I don't know if this is like an incentive that the, the team is giving out to players each game. Because if it is, that's dope. Like, you can, you're telling me that if I play defense, um, I'm going to get a big gold chain. Not gold. This one was silver with diamonds. But I don't know. Maybe they customize them to your liking. Because, you know, each player is different. Own personality. It's just cool that, like, the fact that the Nuggets are even doing that for any player, right? Like, um, and the reason I say the Nuggets are doing it is because on her post she said it's cool to see that the nuggets have him dripped out like this so you know the nuggets clearly were the ones who gave him then the necklace so that was cool to see i mean i don't know that i would have or could have guessed that will barton was going to win the defensive player of the game chain um i don't know that i would ever bet on it happening again either necessarily but he does look good he looks healthy he switched between roles really well, like between the first unit and the second unit. In the first unit, you know, his role is a little bit different. He's not the first bucket getter um, in the in the rotation. There's other people who need to get their buckets first. Although he did take the second most attempts um, just after Nicola. So he had a good night. He also had the second most points just after Nicola. Um, Aaron Gordon also had a really good night. He had eight rebounds. Um, and he had an awesome, <laughs> awesome block and not just the awesome block, but he had another, an awesome dunk too. Like it was just incredible. I'm always impressed by like his athleticism, but he was also really efficient in last night's game. Like, uh, he went five for six from the field, eight rebounds, four assists. Um, that's about as good as Will Barton. Will had five assists and six rebounds, so just about as good of a night as you could get from Aaron Gordon. Michael Porter Jr. also was very efficient, 6 for 10 from the field for 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, I definitely liked what I saw from MPJ. I didn't think I was going to be able to say that because I didn't really like anything from him, much of anything from him. I won't say anything during uh, preseason, but I, I was a little bit nervous um, I don't think his defense looked good by any means, but offensively, at least he was wiser with his shot selection and even looked to pass. Um, that's how you get those five assists from him. So I thought that that was pretty nice. He had a, a nice pass to, to Jokic actually. And after the game, Jokic kind of roasted him about it. He was like, did you think you could learn? Somebody asked him, Jokic, do you think you could learn from mpj's assist and he was like no <laughs> just straight out no it was hilarious um but yeah overall we kind of saw basically what we already thought we knew about this team from the preseason which is that the first unit is awesome wonderful they look great together and the second unit is less less fun to watch <laughs> it's tougher to watch um I feel like Monte Morris would be better with the second unit just because, like, he's so solid. And I like PJ as a starter, but then again, then you lose size um, with that second unit because PJ is bigger than Monte, and that means you have Faku and Monte out there, and that's just a lot of um, size loss. So I don't know really what they're going to do or how they're going to figure it out just yet, but luckily it ain't my job to either. That's that's on 
Coach Malone and his staff, so I'm going to let them do their job. But I am super excited for Game 2 tomorrow night in Ball Arena against the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs. Game two coming to Pepsi Center, or excuse me, Ball Arena, whatever. We'll never change. We love Pepsi Center, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ball Arena, Friday night. The Spurs are in town. It's Greg Popovich. Ironically, Pop was the first the first time I ever got to cover a Nuggets game. I went as like um, a student with one of my professors, and it was Pop. It was also a Spurs game, and ironically, um, Pop interrupted our interview with Michael Malone post game and kind of like made a joke. And every single time since I have covered the Nuggets, I have gone uh, and and Pop has been in the building. He has done the same thing. He's interrupted our post game interview with Malone and kind of made some sort of joke or something there in the hallway. And it's always fun to get to see the lighter side of Popovich. So we'll see him um, again um, tomorrow for this game. I think that the Nuggets are favored by seven points. The points total is set at 218. If you're interested in betting, check out my Instagram and TikTok at Vita Viva Diva. I post a bunch of different betting ideas there. Um, but I also just took a huge L on Thursday Night Football. So <laughs> with a grain of salt, with a grain of salt, people. Um, I do think that this game, like, could be a sneaky, tough game for the Nuggets just because the Spurs are a really young athletic team and they have several players who can create their own shot, especially off the dribble. Um, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, Kendall Johnson, all three of those guys off the dribble, they're dangerous. They can uh, drive, penetrate, jump shot, um, drive, penetrate all the way to the basket. You could get posterized by one of these guys. And I can't imagine, like, DeJounte Murray... Um, maybe Composo's guarding him in the second unit. Like that's just a, that's just asking to be posterized basically. Uh, Kendall Johnson also really, really strong finisher in the paint off the dribble. Uh, and I think that's going to be tough for the Nuggets because on ball defense is hard for them. Moving their feet seems to be a task that it has not been mastered yet, especially, um, by Michael Porter Jr., who I think the Spurs will try to exploit on the defensive side of the ball. I know in past years, Kendall uh, Kendall Johnson has even kind of like picked on MPJ on his handles. Like he has gotten several steals from MPJ in matchups between the Spurs and the Nuggets. So it'll be something to keep an eye out for. They're all really athletic though, and not only that, they can they can hit threes too. So it's going to be a tough game defensively for the Nuggets. They're going to have to defend the three-point line. They're going to have to defend the dribble. And they're going to actually have to work hard on defense because 
This is a Greg Popovich team that means fundamentals and hustle. And all these guys, for the most part, are pretty young, except for Doug McDermott, of course. But then you have, you know, secondary guys, including Bryn Forbes and Lonnie Walker. Just really good uh, hustle players. So I can't imagine, you know, I can imagine the Nuggets going in and thinking, oh, these are a bunch of nobodies, and that's a good way to lose a game. So I hope that's not the attitude they have. It didn't look like that was the attitude they had for game one. They all seemed really bought in and excited to get some work done on the floor. So it was a fun game to watch when they play like that, and I hope that's what we get to see in game two. One thing that Michael Malone mentioned in, after game one was just his desire for Nicola to embrace the role of a defensive middleman, you know, like the middle center core of the defense. And um, I think this will be a great game for Nicola to try to be that. He'll get a, an opportunity to practice just that because a lot of these guys can dribble and penetrate to the basket and either pull up for a short bunny or go all the way to the basket, and that's where Nicola kind of comes in as sliding down to defend the basket last resort if he's um, if he's taking on that role. So hopefully we get to see a little bit of that. But I also could totally see the Nuggets committing, kind of getting in some foul trouble, right? Committing some stupid fouls. I might be thinking of one or two people in particular, but where a couple of guys on the team that don't move their feet, you know, I could see uh, them picking up a quick charge here or there because these guys are fast. Uh, Murray's fast. Kendall Johnson is fast. Derek White is fast, and they dribble into the paint, and if you're not moving your feet, you're going to get called for a foul. So I'm I'm a bit timid uh, or worried about the foul trouble that the Nuggets could get into against the Spurs tomorrow night, but I'm excited overall. And the Nuggets have actually won seven straight against the Spurs when playing at home. So that dates back all the way to 2017. So if that means anything, maybe they'll still get a win, but they're definitely going to have to come out ready to rock and roll. It's always a pleasure catching up with you guys on the Chicken Nuggets podcast. And we'll be back with another episode of the Chicken Nuggets Grilled, the first episode of Chicken Nuggets Grilled Season 2. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And thanks again for listening, guys. And 